Hi, I'm Matt Pacilli with the Virginia State Golf Association, and welcome to our Golf in the Commonwealth podcast. This week's episode is with writer, golfer, student, and teenager Gwen Fadrell. Gwen is the author of the book series The Golf Diaries. I first read about Gwen in an issue of our Virginia Golfer magazine a couple of years ago and had the pleasure of meeting her last fall at our Spencer Wilkinson Benefit Tournament, which is an event from which the proceeds are used to support young women pursuing a college education. You can learn more about the Spencer Wilkinson Awards and VSGA VIP Scholarship Foundation at VSGA.org. But in this episode, Gwen shares how she got into golf and writing and how from a simple start, she's been able to inspire young girls through golf and literature across the world. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Gwen Fadrell. Gwen, thank you for taking the time to join us today on Golf in the Commonwealth. And, you know, I've had the opportunity to meet you and I sort of, when I saw who I thought was you... I was like, I think that's Gwen Fadrell. And I'm only <laughs> psyching myself up to go introduce myself to you. Yeah. Um, but I did. And it's been a pleasure to get to know you a little bit. But tell people who you are and what you do. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And I was so excited to meet you whenever you would come up to me and talk to me about, you know, <clears throat> potentially doing this. I was super, super excited just in, in that moment. Um, so that was awesome. But yes, I am Gwen Fadrell, and I have um, written the girls' golf book series, The Golf Diaries. I started that a few years ago, and it has been so crazy to see the response and feedback I've got from that, you know, all of the amazing people I've met and inspired. Um, I So I started that a few years ago, and it has just been crazy. And I obviously am a golfer myself. I played the PGA Junior League when I was younger, and I've played in a lot of the VSGA golf events. Still am, never plan to stop. They're super, super fun. Um, but yeah, so that's just a little bit about me. Well, that was nice of you to say that you were excited to have met me because I don't think there's <laughs> anyone who says, who says that. Uh, it's one of the things that's ex- excited me about your sort of uh, passion, I guess I would say, is that you've taken something that you're really good at, which is writing, mm-hmm. and you've used that medium as a way to engage people with golf. And whether or not that's been intentional, <laughs> it still sort of makes an incremental difference to how people experience golf, which I think personally is really exciting. Yeah. But I'm interested to hear how you kind of came to this because I get the sense that writing and writing books and maybe inspiring young girls the way that you have maybe wasn't sort of your 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 goal when you set out with this and or <laughs> you're only 19. Right. Yeah, no, it was definitely not part of the plan. It actually made me chuckle a little bit when you said, you know, that I was good at writing, because that's definitely not the way it started for writing or golf. Um, It was never part of the plan. But obviously, now I'm so thankful and wouldn't have it any other way. Um, But when I first started writing the books, you know, I was struggling with writing, I was younger, and English was not the best subject, my grades were not as good. And so, you know, my dad was like, well, you just need to start writing more, you know, that's how you get better. And same thing with golf, you just need to go practice more, it's how you get better. And so, um, you know, I just started writing, but I was like, you know, what do I write about? Like, I just don't know what to write about. I've been told to just start writing, but 
I need some ideas, people. And so um, I had actually just started playing golf. Um, Fast forward back a little bit. I was a figure skater for about five or six years, you know, growing up. And then I had a knee injury, um, which kind of hindered that. And eventually it came to a halt and I just, you know, wasn't able to go back. And so it had actually happened when summer was about to start. And I was like, you know, I don't really know what to do. You know, my dad's always played golf. And so he was like, you know, while you're recovering, you can come out to the range with me. And, you know, at the time, golf was so foreign to me. I was like, ah, that's fine, whatever, don't care. You know, he's always watched it on TV. I just walked by, just never really paid it much mind. So he, you know, within a week, got me a set of clubs, my little Callaway pink golf bag set. I don't know who can relate to having that set, but I think that's a pretty iconic set to young Mm -hmm. girls starting. (laughs) And so he got me a set and we went out and, you know, the rest was kind of history with that. And so, you know, as I started playing for, you know, the Junior League events and BSA events, you know, I had a lot of great experiences there. And so I was able to write about it. And after, you know, an accumulation of a lot of writing, I, um, my grandpa was talking to me and he's published a few books himself. He was like, you know, why don't you take this and make a little book out of it? You know, just publish it, you know, to have fun with it. And I was like, you know, that would actually be really, really cool. You know, I don't know who would want to read it, but okay. So I kind of formulated it all together and then it just happened. So it was really, really, really cool to, you know, watch it come together and then watch it grow and watch, you know, other girls reading it, get inspired by it to either, you know, keep playing or to, you know, start playing, which is just crazy. So it was really, really cool. Tell me about your development as a golfer and sort of what that journey was like. You sounds like you have some competitive bones in your body (laughs) from your experience with figure skating and found something about golf that hooked you and has led to sort of this, this journey. Yeah. Well, you know, coming from figure skating, figure skating and golf, you know, they're both individual sports, but that's about the only thing they have in common. (laughs) Um, You know, golf, one of the things I fell in love with it about was the fact that, you know, each shot it you can get better from, you know, like you, like in figure skating per se, you know, if you fall or you mess something up in your program, you're done. Like your program's over. Like if one, one mistake and you're done and, you know, figure skating's a great sport, but it is very, very cutthroat and crucial. You know, everything has to be perfect. And in golf could not be further from golf. You know, everything does not have to be perfect in golf. You know, you can make, the ugliest par in the world or the most beautiful bogey. I know beautiful and bogeys don't really go together, but you know, you can have amazing shots and great shots and always recover from it. And so with figure skating, it was very, very cutthroat. And I was just used to that. So, you know, starting golf, what kind of drew me in was the fact that you did, nothing had to be perfect. And, you know, it was just so, I guess, relieving to me, <laughs> you know, cause I had just been so used to everything having to be perfect. And so, with golf being so forgiving from time to time. And, you know, obviously golf can not be forgiving, but it definitely there's, you know, always room for mistakes and you can bounce back from them. And it's, that was definitely new for me, but I obviously was drawn to that. I mean, who wouldn't be, you know? 
That's really funny to hear. It's, you know, the old saying that they don't make you draw pictures on the scorecard. And you you had come from a sport where the picture that you sort of painted on the ice was what you were judged by. Right. And now to come to golf, you're not being judged as to hitting it in the rough and right. then getting up and down for par or whatever the case is. You're not being judged by that. That right. had to be a little bit of a sort of, sort of a relief it sounds like yeah for sure I mean you know your score is your score in golf you know like if you go out on the ice and you know one of the judges doesn't like your dress or doesn't like your technique or the way you did something like points were just taken off left and right or if they loved it then you know they add all the points in the world you know obviously there were score elements on certain you know um I guess you could say tricks or jumps or spins or whatever you want to call it but in golf, I mean, you can hit a terrible shot and it, you know, roll right up on the green. No one's going to judge how it happened. If you're on the green and you walk off with a par, you made a par. So, you know, it was really nice for it not to everything just be have to be so perfect or have to be so something. Your score is your score. And, you know, if someone shot better than you but wasn't hitting the ball great, they shot better than you. Or if someone, you know, was hitting the ball great but just didn't score accordingly, then – you know, it happens. So it was definitely, definitely a different approach than what I had been used to. Okay. So your grandfather says you should turn these into a book and you then you're 13, 14 years old is right. sort of what I've pieced together. Yeah. Um, how do you do that? Like, where do you go? <laughs> and then, and then, and then how do you get these books out like how 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 in the early stages were people engaging with the golf diaries and how are they how are they becoming aware of them now yeah so obviously when i started writing i was just had a bunch of stories so i would just jot down my stories and then you know accumulated all my stories and the books also have illustrations which if anyone's curious, I do not know how to draw. Those were not done by me. I had an illustrator do those, but, you know, I wanted, you know, the young girls to also be able to look at something and have a few, you know, funny visuals to, you know, enhance the book. So, um, you know, I'd put a few sketches together, put all my stories together, and I published it through Amazon. So everything started off of Amazon and you know, to get the book out there, I, you know, created my account and just started posting and reaching out to certain people. And then those people were talking to their friends. And obviously, I've been a young girl golfer myself. So I had a lot of my friends that I was able to connect and communicate with. And they started reading them. And they were like, wow, like, these are great. And, you know, they were able to, you know, resonate with them a little bit. And so um, over time, I've just been able to go to certain events and tournaments that I've played in or just gone to to promote the book. And, you know, the response has just been amazing. You know, I have little girls contacting me. I had one today reach out to me, and um, she's actually from Australia, which is crazy. I've never been there, and I've always, I've yeah. always wanted to go there. Um, but she was like, you know, I read the first one. Like, where can I get two, three, and four? She got them off Amazon, and so, you know, I sent her the link. And, you know, there's obviously always still – it's always a work in progress, but you know, I, it's just crazy to have everyone reaching out, you know, wanting more and more and more, which I am working on and we continue to work on. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's kind of how it got off the ground. And, 
And, you know, people just kept reaching out and, you know, girls were relating to it, saying they were picking up the sport after reading them or, you know, for the, for a female like me or, you know, the females listening, it's golf is a male predominant sport, which is not a bad thing whatsoever. But, you know, girls don't typically gravitate towards it because of maybe because of that, you know, they think, oh, you know, my dad and brother are out there because I have a dad and brother that. My dad's the one that got me into it. And then after I got into it, my brother got into it. And they're super competitive, which is probably where I get a little bit of my competitiveness from, you know, because I want to compete with them and keep up with them, which in golf you can, you know. I am just as capable of shooting a good score as they are. And they're really good. But, you know, people have good and bad days as well. So, you know, that's just a whole other topic. Um, But, yeah, so with the girls – it isn't necessarily something that they think about starting or think about doing. But, you know, with the books, it's kind of helped them say, you know, girls do play golf and there's a lot of them out there. And, you know, there's no reason for us not to and to make it fun and something that's, you know, even inspiring or brings everyone together. Yeah, you don't need to play cutthroat championship level golf to be able to have a good time. And I think part of what you're doing that a lot of people talk about in the golf industry now is, is, is finding ways to make it welcoming. Right. And when you show up at the course, you want to be able to see someone that looks like you and feel welcomed there. And, um, I think you've given, given girls an opportunity to sort of see themselves in golf and Mm -hmm. to be able to see a way that they can engage with it, which is, which is really exciting. Yeah. Tell me where do the stories come from? So the stories are predominantly like real. They have happened to me. Some have also happened to my friends and then some of it, you know, it is a fictional book, but a lot of, a lot of the stories did come from real life experiences, you know, whether they, I guess it happened to me, my relatives, my friends, whatever, um, which it makes it easier to write about, you know, when you're not having to make everything up. Like some things I couldn't even make up, they just happened. And I'm like, I have to write about that. Like, there's just no way. Like I have to, you know, someone's got to hear or read that, whatever. Um, so yeah, but most, they all pretty much happened to me. And um, so yeah, it was. it's been really cool to be able to write and share about that and then other girls be like yeah that's happened to me too or oh my gosh you know my friend or family member went through that or whatever so um because I've had one little girl reach out to me um a few months ago and she's like yeah like I I was a figure skater and I um converted to golf and it's just crazy like you know you think you're the only one but then you realize no you're not the only one and I think that's one of the beautiful things about it is to not feel like you're alone in this. Like you're not like everybody is out here trying to get better and figure it out. And so it's been able to create a little, like, I guess, safe place for, you know, girls to realize that, you know, we're all out here. We're all trying to get better. And no matter the skill level, we can all play together and have fun. And that's another amazing thing about golf that, you know, I've played with people that are a gazillion times better than me and we all are able to play together and have an amazing time. Um, so it's, it's amazing and all ages as well. So it's really, really cool. Do you have one of those stories? I guess I'm picturing like Thanksgiving dinner and everyone (laughs) is getting ready to come over to your house Uh and they're 
kind of gathering their golf stories of like, <laughs> I'm going to tell Gwen the one that really makes it into the next book. Right. I was six down through six <laughs> and I came back and like, do you have one of those stories off of the top of your head? Or do you keep even a little list of like, there's this story that I'd love to work in this situation where she gets up and down from the left rough, you know, fescue. Or do you have any of those that you can share off the top of your head? Oh gosh. I mean, there's, there are plenty and plenty and plenty. And obviously I collect them from my family as well. My grandpa, you know, he comes through, he's a jokester. So like I'm set on golf jokes just from him alone. And then everybody else brings stories to the table, but I can always count on him for a good joke. Like he'll go out and he'll say, yeah, you know, I shot 72 today. And I'm like, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, but I stopped after hole eight. Or, you know, just something funny like that. He's always got jokes, but stories. Oh, gosh. Um, Well, I think one of the things that, you know, I've been writing about as of late, because I know a lot of people or, you know, young golfers can relate is parent stories. You know, Mm -hmm. some of the things that, you know, the parents will do or caddies will do, whoever, you know, you have with you, is just, is just crazy. And so... I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, oh well. Well, let's. We'll, we can. We can stop it there. I'm sure yeah. there's enough parents and <laughs> folks who are going to hear this who are right. going to say, "Yeah, you know, I can see myself in that." So, and my parents we'll as just, well. <laughs> yes, yeah. we'll just allow this as a moment of reflection yes. for all of the parents who have caddied for their for their children. Yes. to think about some of the things they may have said or done. Yeah, so uh, funny. I'm so excited to hear about the feedback that you get and like where that comes from. I mean, I know you said Australia and I get it that it's coming from all parts of the world, but Mm -hmm. this to be in the position that you're in at 19 years old and being able to inspire young girls and young golfers is really exciting. And, and sort of how has this, would you say maybe shaped you to to the young woman that you are? Yeah, well, so I get DMs from, um, you know, some of the girls are so young that their parents are messaging me. So I get tons of messages from the parents and they're so, so sweet. And, you know, these young girls, they obviously, they probably have a couple of dollars from, you know, doing some chores or doing certain things, but, you know, their parents are the ones providing this for them. And so it's really really cool to hear from them and, you know, hear their side of how it's helped their children as well. Like that's just amazing. Um, but, you know, they reach out to me through, you know, social media platforms. And I'd have to say when I hear some of these stories and hear what it's doing for them, like I, it just instantly makes me want to write. Like I just want to keep doing more and more and more because, you know, it, I, I just, I never want to stop for them. Like I want them to always mm-hmm. have something that they, go to in a platform that they feel comfortable in, you know, reading and, you know, pulling advice from or pulling, you know, situations from or, you know, the the books also have tons of, you know, rules and things like that. So, you know, the girls that are starting out, you know, golf has a lot of rules and they, you know, have obviously changed as of recently. And so, you know, I'm working some of those in as well, because, you know, I know that that can maybe overwhelm some of the younger golfers, all of the rules, but, you know, just keeping it simple and having things to keep with them to remember, you know, hey, you know, when you mark your ball, you mark it this way, you have to, you know, put it back in the same spot. Or when you go in a hazard, you know, you drop out and it's a penalty stroke and not that we want to be in the hazards or anything, but, right. you know, when you are, you need to know. And, you know, as a young golfer, that can probably be hard to keep up with. But, you know, you know, orchestrating some of those 
rules in there as well, I know has become very helpful. And so I've had some of the girls reach out that are like, hey, you know, off of rules alone, it's been nice to, you know, I remembered that because of this story that was in the book. And so, you know, being able to help them with, you know, the sport like that way as well has been really, really, really cool. Um, well, but- it's awesome because it's like it's people like you who are sort of doing who are doing what you're doing that are helping organizations like ours being able to spread golf, but also mm-hmm. understand sort of the experience that you're in for when you show up at a golf course, because etiquette is a very difficult thing to teach and to kind of comprehend, Right. you know, it's like, you mean I can't just walk wherever I want to (laughs) on the putting green right? and sort of comprehending some of those things. And so I think all of what you're doing is, you know, some of the work that organizations like ours do and also, you know, educate people on so that it's important that they can feel welcome right. when they when they show up at a golf course. Right. I, I'd love to hear about what the journey of of the pandemic has been like for you personally and for the golf diaries and and how has that maybe limited whether it's events or gatherings that you've typically had or how has it also been a release or an escape for people to be able to experience golf diaries during the pandemic? Yeah, for sure. I mean, golf as a sport during the pandemic has probably blossomed a little bit, you know, even though it's kind of crazy to say that because everything's, you know, obviously suffered from the pandemic, but you know, golf being an outdoor sport and everyone's been able to properly social distance. And, you know, that's definitely, I think, flourished from the pandemic. So that's definitely a positive. Um, And with the books as well, you know, people aren't able to do much. So being able to also sit down at home and if you're not able to get to the golf course or not able to go out and do anything, you know, having something at home that you can read and enjoy and kind of feel like you're going through those experiences out on the golf course as well has been really, really cool. I mean, obviously I didn't mean for the books to, you know, be helpful through a pandemic, but, um, yeah, I definitely have also heard from girls that are like, you know, I haven't been able to get to the golf course. I haven't had the opportunities to go out or tournaments have been pushed. You know, I know the VSGA had to reorchestrate a lot of the events because of the pandemic. And so, um, and, you know, I had some events that I was going to attend because, you know, I'll go to certain golf tournaments or girls golf program events. Um, like, for example, the Ledbetter Golf Academy out of Florida you know, I wanted to make an extra visit or two to go see them. But with the pandemic and the clinics and capacities, um, social distancing, everything like that, I wasn't able to. So I sent goodies out to them, but I wasn't able to go be and visit with them. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, I got to talk to them and, you know, so but it just it wasn't it wasn't the same. <laughs> so, um, you know, I've been able to send out goodies, but not being able to actually be there and visit with them and see everything it's definitely, definitely been hard um, on everybody. So, because um, I know not everybody's able to gather around. It, it's just all been weird. Um, and personally for me, I've played, I don't know how it's been for everybody else, but I've played on the um, ladies Stonehenge golf team. And so our matches, it's just something I do for fun. You know, I love being out there with the ladies. They are so much fun, so funny. And, you know, it's just really shows that, you know, they're much older than I am. And, 
but we're all able to play and be competitive and it just never ends for golf. And that's just really, really, really cool. But all of our matches were virtual. So we played together, played Stonehenge, and then our opponents played at their course and, you know, they played together. And so Mm -hmm. it was kind of hard because a lot of my stories did come from meeting those people from the other clubs and playing at all these different places. So not being able to do that definitely was not the same, but you know, at the same time I was grateful to even be playing with my teammates and playing out on the course period. So, um, but it definitely, definitely has not been the same. And I hope that everybody else has been managing it pretty well as well, but it's, it's, you know, it's just been a crazy year and nothing's been, everything's been pretty far from normal. I think everyone can agree on that. Yeah. Now where, what's on the horizon for you? You're, you're 19 years old. You live in the Metro Richmond area. What, what's on the horizon for you? On the horizon is definitely to not stop writing the girls books. I have the, um, the next book in the works. And so I'm very excited about that. And then I'm also working on branching out for the boys as well, because it's it's actually funny. I've had some of the little boys come and buy the girls' books, and they're so, so sweet. But obviously, you know, even I'd started the girls' books because girls, you know, with golf being now predominant, the girls, I wanted them to have something and to boost, you know, that sport for the girls. But, you know, the boys also would like something because – you know, there's boys that are starting and there's boys that are out there that, you know, want something as well. And I know boys aren't huge readers or for the most part, but I'm wanting to definitely put something out there for them to be able to read, especially like during the pandemic, like maybe, you know, someone's little sister was reading the book, but you know, he was like, Hey, I want to be able to read, you know, a golf book like that. So I'm definitely gonna be branching out for them as well. But you know, never you know, don't plan on stopping or at least anytime soon for the girls, you know, I want them to feel like they, you know, always have a little something to, you know, go back to and to look forward to and to maybe even grow from like learn something new or, you know, relate to it. So that's definitely on the horizon is, you know, just keep keep putting out stuff for um, the young ones. How does it feel that you have, this i was looking at the instagram feed before we started how does it feel to have this community of followers or community members or readers that are sort of i, I want to say like hanging on to your every word <laughs> yeah. and they're, they're they're waiting for that next printed book to come out i know how does that feel and then when can they when can we expect the next the next printed book <laughs> well it, honestly i'm just like me like you want to listen to me you want to <laughs> read something i wrote like it's it's very 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 like mind boggling and i just am so so grateful and they've all been so so sweet and you know, just hearing all of their stories inspire me. Like I know they are inspired by the books, but they truly are the ones inspiring me to keep doing this. So it's really, really been such an amazing response. And the community that's been built from it is just one that I never could have imagined. And I hope continues to grow because golf is an amazing sport and it teaches so many, so many lessons, you know, not only in the sport itself, but for life. And it makes people, it really builds character and, you know, makes people who they are. It's definitely shaped who I I am now. Um, 
So yeah, it's been, it has been crazy. And as far as the books go, I will definitely, you know, the new year has started. So I am definitely by the next few holidays wanting to get some of the the books out. You know, the boys one is getting close to being where it needs to be for final lookovers. And so is the girls book. So I'm just go or final edits, I guess you could say. So I'm just, you know, trying to get all of the last little things put together to where it can be out there. Cause you know, like you were saying, they're waiting for these things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I just, I really can't work fast enough. And so I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. And I'm like, you guys are just so, so, so sweet. I, if I could have it done right now, the snap of fingers, I would, but you know, obviously I've got, you know, schooling and my own golf going on. And so it's just, it's something that I didn't expect to be in such high demand but I would not have it in the other way. And I am working as hard as I can and will continue to work harder. But, you know, and obviously with the pandemic going on, you know, it's just thrown everything off. And I know everybody is so understanding and been so sweet about it. But, you know, it is all in the works and those that is happening. (laughs) What is, tell me about, what is your favorite course in Virginia? Oh, gosh. Um, Man. Well, I've shot my best score at Willow Oaks. I love Willow Oaks. Um, Ford's Colony. It's in Williamsburg area, but I love Ford's Colony, and I'm obviously from Stonehenge, so gotta love my Stonehenge. But I don't know. I I really, really, really like Willow Oaks. If I had to say right now, I'd probably pick Willow Oaks. Um, But yeah, that's probably my favorite right now. Okay. Okay. Well, as we wrap up, tell people where they can find the books, how to engage with the golf diaries and get into the the community. Yeah. So um, all of our social medias are the golf diaries, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of that jazz is at the golf diaries. The website is at the golf diaries and you can get all the books and all the merchandise on there. And Amazon is also an amazing place. I recommend Amazon if you you know, want it quick. It's on Prime. Uh, all four of the books are there, but all of the extra merchandise is on the Golf Diaries right now. So that is the best places to get it. And I will be looking for all of my new golf community friends. And I, it's just so exciting to think about. Well, Gwen, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us and share your story. We're excited to to share this with the listeners, but thank you for you know doing what you do in the Commonwealth. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Matt. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Golf in the Commonwealth, and a big thanks to Gwen Fadrell. I hope you'll take a second to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening, and please rate us and leave a review. Remember to visit your VSGA member club to renew your VSGA membership for 2021, or visit vsga.org and renew online. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the fairway soon.